Welcome to Board Game Barbarians. I am your host, Andrew, and as with me, as always, is my barbarian brother, Justin. Hey, it's me. I like the board games. Yeah, yeah. board games. <laughs> uh, so we're going to start out with some uh, some housekeeping. Uh, we, we are recording some uh, tabletop games over the intranet. And no, it's internet. Intranet oh, in- is it's a different net. Oh, yeah. Where's the? I've been going to the wrong net. Oh, I, oh, have you? I think so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Does it have websites? Uh, no. Yeah, definitely the wrong one then. Oh man. Yeah. How how well, long you been doing it that way? Forty years, probably. Oh, geez, you're not even that old. That's weird. I know. The, yeah. The okay. Well, mem- memory goes back. The more you know, you know. Yep. <laughs> um. So we're gonna be releasing some some recorded. Uh, tabletop sessions of Table, tabletop role playing games, you should say, because yeah. solitaire is a tabletop game. Well, we're so. doing that too now. <laughs> so we got to, we promised. Solitaire stream. <laughs> but uh, what is the what is the game we're playing again? It's uh, it is Dungeon Crawl Classics role playing game. Yeah, it deep. is an old school style tabletop role playing game, a la uh, early versions of D D and D. It's it's DCC and I kept wanting to say DDR, but I was like, that's wrong. That's yeah, we've played DDR 100%. over the internet. <laughs> um, for anyone that is wanting to look at pictures of the games that we play, I do post those to Instagram, and our Instagram is uh, popping right now for whatever reason. So uh, check us out. We got pictures of the games we play. You should you should say the 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 username too. So it's people can board find game it. barbarians. Oh well, that's. It's a little on the nose, don't you think? I should have made it some board game barbarians. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and to anyone that listened to our first episode, this episode will sound quite familiar. It's uh, a twofer. Uh, so, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It is not. They they didn't give us a copy of of a new Conan game. This is Batman Gotham City Chronicles. The game by Monolith. Yes. Um. Yes. So I, I I have here in, in the notes uh, season two for me, and I, I guess I'll actually talk about that later. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. yeah I mean, you've been engaging so. in the Batman Gotham City Chronicles season two hype, but yeah, we're we're probably gonna cover that pretty well. Yeah, I haven't actually uh, done anything in it. Well, I have, but I have un undone things in it. Undone did it. Oh man, adding to the notes mid show. I know I was just deleting a joke where I just said mean things about you. Okay. <laughs> um I finally uh took my my copy of Tomb that I have and organized it. Now this um, is clearly after we played it because it, No well, No, it was organized when we played it, wasn't it? Yeah, I had just the, little, the cards were all over the damn place well, and yeah, not yeah, in sleeves. I didn't have I didn't have you heathen. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm still sleeving other board games. It's so so much work ridiculous um and then we had another board game day yep. which will lead into yours but we got together like we did last time and uh played some <laughs> i was telling you i was like we're like an old married couple yeah because we you know you know you ever have like your your grandma and grandpa and like they go on a date day or whatever and you like think it's cute or whatever and they're like we're gonna go to the same applebee's that we've been going to for 40 years oh, and you're no, like they're closed and you're like grandma and grandpa why don't you like shake it up and like go out dance there and do something fun they're like nope we like 
We like the sameness. We went and did board game day at the same game store and had the same lunch and played the same games and ate the same dinner well, and went home at the same time. Hold on. The, the difference here is that we didn't order the same thing at both restaurants. <laughs> That's true. That'd be a little, that'd be a little weird. Except um, for the beer and the focaccia. <laughs> So some a lot of it was the same. Uh, no, and we, I mean, because we wanted to play more Conan, and we wanted to play Batman, obviously. And yeah. uh, I, I think this time, by the time we had played Conan and Batman, we were like, I'm kind of done. I'm done with these yeah, for now. We've Let's kind <laughs> of, every time we've seen each other uh, in person, have played these games yeah. over the past, like, three months. So I feel like by the by the end of it, we were both just like, I just don't yeah. want it anymore. <laughs> I think it's also um they're they're very they're not very board gamey board games, right? You know what I mean? Like they're they're very much like these are more miniatures game scenario based miniatures game than it is like a board game. You know, you say a board game, yeah. Uh, uh people think uh, of something that's not basically a miniatures game in a box. Monopoly, Monopoly. Yeah, I was trying to think. I was I almost said Monopoly, but I was trying to think of like a good that's board what, game. Anytime I ask anyone like, "Hey, do you want to play a board game with me?" and they're like, "Like Monopoly." <laughs> You're like, I hope not. <laughs> I don't want to play Monopoly, no. Um, Unless it's no, Batman Monopoly. You know, you say board game to me, and I think like, oh, you know, like Carcassonne or, or Scythe or, or, you know, something like that. Uh, the, this is very much, th- these games are very kind of miniatures-y kind yeah. of games. So I think by the end of it, we were like, let's play a board game, board game. And we did. We played Tomb. Which we, <laughs> which we did talk about at the, the end of the first episode of... Uh, you know, we're very much into miniature board games. Yeah, I no, it's like. a thing we like that that miniature yeah. heavy Ameritrash kind of thing. But I think you can also have miniatures games that are not necessarily like scenario based combat games. You yeah. know, I think we just like 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 Talisman is very much not a miniatures game, but it has a lot of miniatures in it. You know, yeah. I uh, I <laughs> we'll we'll get into it. I was gonna say I <laughs> I, I I so. To start off, I did eventually drop my season two pledge, and I'll get into it later about why. But I was talking to Emily, and I was like, hey, I dropped this thing, so now I'm looking at these other games. And she was like, just don't. (laughs) I was like, I'm (laughs) I'm trying so hard to not, like, well, I didn't spend this money here, so now I can spend it on other things. It's hard, especially in board games, because board games are very much, you know, uh, fear of missing out and cult of the new and what's hot and like what what's new, what's coming out. Yeah. And uh, I, I think personally for me, the beauty of board games is that unlike so many other types of media, you know, I can just literally take this whole game, put it in a box, put it on a shelf for years and not play it and take it out years from now and enjoy it exactly the same way I did today. Right, you know, which like which isn't true of like a video game or a board game. You know, I take if I take out a video game I had twenty years ago, it's like all right, well, I gotta have the system to play it in, and then does this hook up to oh, a current man, TV? Oh man, it looks or... like shit. I don't remember it looking like shit. <laughs> yeah, you know, and and uh, or a movie, you're like, well, I don't even have a, a DVD player anymore. I don't know what to put it. You know, like it it just changes. But this is a complete experience in a box, and the beauty of it is that you don't have to play it right now. If you love it, you could keep it, cherish it, and play it. With your kids, or in ten years, or uh, maybe you'll just die and never play it again. I don't know. Yeah, uh, that that's more likely for me, I guess. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, that's true. Um, I uh, uh, finally got to play the Duke Lords Edition, which is a very what a what a fun abstract game. It it is it teaches so fast. It actually, I would say this, it teaches faster than Onitama does, which is fascinating to me because it's a much more complex game than Onitama is. I, um, yeah, I would say they're fairly similar. 
Well, with Onitama, uh, from the arts, uh, from the the outset, you start with four moves or five moves. You have two moves. Your opponent has two moves, and there's a move in the middle. And as you do these little chess-like moves on this abstract board, the moves rotate between the two of you. So from the beginning, you're looking at five different movement patterns. But in the Duke, you start with a Duke and two footmen, and that footmen are identical. So you're only looking at two movement patterns. And so you can immediately parse the game. Like right now, you're like, oh, okay, I got that. Right. I'm and then you draw you draw a new tile and you learn it piecemeal. And it's it's just, it's oh, it's so good. It's so very good. It is a good game. We did play it on the board game day. And mm-hmm. it it was a lot of fun. I almost bought it and then Justin yelled at me for buying the same games that he does. <laughs> so he was like, no, you can't it's own not, any I, of the games that I own. It's not that you buy the same games as me. Is that It's that we play one game together one time for like 20 minutes. And you're like, well, I'm going to buy it now. And I'm like, Andrew, you should probably, maybe you should play some it was more. Good. I, I don't and know. it's a <laughs> cheap game. If it's not like $50 to $100, why not buy it? It's not expensive. You also do it with $50 to $100 games. When? No. It's uh, Memoir I'm, 44. That one doesn't count. Inish. I've played it before. Okay, you got me there. <laughs> um, Talisman. That one was, I've played that multiple times before I bought it. Okay. Par- pardon me. Yeah. Uh, I did also, uh, on a, uh, uh, kind of a whim, um, Cool Stuff Inc. got Forbidden Stars in stock, which is long out of print because um, Fantasy Flight doesn't have the... They, they're no longer legally allowed to print it. Yeah. And Games Workshop, since Fantasy Flight developed it, they can't license it out to a different third party to get it reprinted elsewhere. So it will never re-enter print ever. So you um, saw it and immediately went, a game Andrew can't buy. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I got him now. <laughs> And it's funny, as soon as I said that, I was like, yeah, I got it, and you know, uh, you can't really buy it, and you go, really? I bet you I could. <laughs> like, you immediately challenged me. You're like, no, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it. I'm not going to buy it. I just, I was just saying, I probably could find it somewhere. <laughs> I bought it um, kind of on a whim, also just because it, it has a very good reputation for being just a great uh, uh, war game that scales properly down to two players, which is kind of a, a difficult thing to find. Yeah. Um, and also still scales up to, to three or four players decently. And I got it and I played it with a friend and it was just absolutely fantastic. It was such a absolutely good game. I loved it so, so, so much. I was very excited. Um, Cause a lot of times when you get a new game, you set it up and you play it and you're like, all right, well it was fun. I liked it, but I have kind of these quibbles maybe, with it. Or maybe I if I play it a couple more times. I'll yeah. Like yeah. It more. You're, yeah. You're like, maybe I'll figure it out. <laughs> Not for, forbidden stars was fantastic from start to finish and we played it very wrong for half the game oh, that's you know good. You, you know how whenever you play a new board game you get halfway through that first playthrough and you're feeling good because you're like yeah we're getting it and then you realize you've done it completely wrong and and it almost makes you want to stop because you're like well what's the fucking point we've been doing it wrong let's just stop and start over or whatever or you we play a, play batman wrong every yeah, single it, time more like every one, time you play Batman. one aspect yeah. is is at somewhere wrong yeah, um, th- this was a game where even when we got halfway through and we we're like, oh, we're doing it totally wrong. Oh, my God, I can't believe we've been doing it this wrong. We still went, it's fucking great. Let's keep playing. It's still fucking fun as shit. This is so much fun. And I just swore so much. I'm sorry, but <laughs> it was that good. It's it was okay. good enough to swear about it. There we go. Hide, um, hide your kids. We're hide s- your kids. Swearing in hide this your show. Wife. 
it, it wasn't the swear. It was that there was like seven of them in a row. Yeah. It was really great. I, I, I cannot stress. Granted, I've only played it once, so grain of salt here. I can't stress how much fun I had with it. It, it, it was just that perfect coalescence of finding an out-of-print game, uh, uh, getting it for a decent price, getting someone over to my house to play it, playing it, and it lived up to the hype that I've hyped up in my own mind about it. So that's yeah. that's I'll, I'll be done gushing about Forbidden Stars now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I guess we'll, we'll get into the new segment here. We do. You and I were both, or you showed it to me, and I've been kind of yes. looking at. It. I still haven't watched a, a playthrough of it, which is what I would like to do before I decide if I'm going to buy it or not. Mm -hmm. uh, but Alter Alter Quest is on yeah, Kickstarter did, I, right I, now, and I've not I've not seen a lot of people talking about this. Oddly enough, I um, tried to the other because I they've got the YouTube videos of people playing it on the Kickstarter, yeah. and I tried to just find someone talking about it somewhere. And there's a, a couple threads on on Board Game Geek, but none mm -hmm. of them are like talking about if it's good or not. They're just like, "Hey, look at this game; it looks cool." Yeah. But no one's talking about like, does it look good? Does it look like it's a, a competent system? <laughs> yeah. Is it, does it look fun? <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> um, so I, I'm gonna have to watch one of those videos. I think there's like 13 days left on it, so. Mm -hmm. um it, you were saying it's it looks like a spiritual su successor to hero it, quest it's, I, I, i'll say it this way um it is extremely evident from both the physical design of the board and the components to how they are marketing the game that it is intended to strike a chord with hero quest players it has the static dungeon board it's got the the i mean some of the the furniture tiles they've got a little plastic 3d printed yeah. not 3d printed probably resin cast um furniture uh pieces just like hero quest and well hero quest is cardboard but you, you get what i mean yeah um and a couple of them look downright identical to hero quest pieces now right. nowhere in the kickstarter do they say oh this is for hero quest players because they, they'll immediately they, get get c and d from yeah. games workshop <laughs> um but but it's a, it is it's it's so it'd be like if i made a game called the the legend of zalda and he's he's got a, a a sword and a shield, and he saves Zalda the princess from Gunon the pig man. I don't know, I don't know like if it's, it's that close, it's, it's pretty, <laughs> but just visually is what is what I mean. Now, gameplay wise, it, it's like if you took your request and injected a kind of almost Gloomhaven esque feeling card system into it. Is what it feels like, which makes sense since one of the the, the expansion that that is Kickstarter exclusive is made by the creator of gloomhaven yeah and i i, I don't want to hype it because i don't know anything about it yeah but what i it feels like what they want me to think whenever i look at this kickstarter and i know i'm already into weird meta territory they it seems like they want me to think hero quest plus gloomhaven which yeah. if that is what if they can pull that off oh, yes please more please but <laughs> the other problem with it's like a, i think it's 109 dollars for the yeah there's it's only not, it's there's only two cheap. pledges yeah. Um, Which I respect that. I, I yeah. do respect companies that aren't like, well, here's here's the the super ultra mega night pledge early edition. I, I like just having right. I mean, and the, the two pledges two. are normal pledge and store pledge, like retail right. pledge. Right. Um, and then they have some add-ons as well. And I added everything up. And if you buy the the hundred nine pledge and the add-ons, it's one hundred ninety dollars or one hundred eighty nine dollars for everything. Yeah. Which and part in, of that is in, an expansion. That, that you can yeah. buy which it, it should be said that that 
board games are actually getting more expensive to make as time goes on. Yeah. And uh, uh, if you kind of delve into the board game world, you learn more about this, how um, th- these are petroleum products. They're getting more expensive and inflation and yada, yada, yada. So for what it is, just components wise, that's not an outrageous price. Now, is the game good enough to warrant that? that no, that's the thing seen. is that I would like to. It looks cool. I'm not mm-hmm. sure uh, there's there's that dumb part in the back of my brain that's like, I just bought Batman and it comes with 100, 100 million figures. <laughs> and in th- this yes, game... Yes, but did it come with tiny little doors, Andrew? It didn't, and that's where I'll buy this game and put the doors <laughs> on my Batman game. Um, but that's the thing is like, there's this tiny part in my brain that's just like, I need... It only has four heroes. I need right. a million heroes that... That way, I'm just paralyzed by choice whenever I yeah. play the game. Um, I do. I, it, I will say that um, I respect the design of it. It looks like a design that is is indulgent in the right ways, but also reserved in the right ways. Like just having four heroes, and I think they've unlocked a couple extra heroes. I think there's like six or seven at the, at this point uh, with stretch goals. Um, am I wrong? Am I incorrect? I think there are a total. I think there's five or six because there's the fifth one comes from the expansion by the Gloomhaven yeah. guy. And then I believe there is a Isaac Childress one. is his name, I believe. Right. There's Horseman, the one you were excited about, is a hero. <laughs> Horseman. Um, an anthropomorphic horse. I, I like that. I, yeah. It's what normally when you get anthropomorphic animals, they're like, oh, it's a fox or a cat. Or like, I'm like, no, give me a horse or a frog or something. I want, I want like a, a cool there's animal. A frog, there's a frog monster in it. Yep. There you go. And, and a pig um, monster. The, the the design does still seem kind of reserved instead of like the Batman thing where it's like here's 90 heroes you'll never play with they're like no we're yeah. gonna keep it reserved we want these four or five and we want them to play well and we want to play test them instead of just like taking the easy route and being like ah but design your own hero you know please, which would then be a frog man please don't turn the show off because of the the uh, subtle foreshadowing that we've been slowly saying this entire time every time <laughs> we bring up to it. Batman. Batman. Uh, we'll, we'll go to a set. We'll, we'll stop gushing about Alter Quest. Uh, the other one I had on there was something that you and I both saw and I saw it a, a little while ago was Company of yes. Heroes has a Kickstarter oh, right man. now oh, that boy. if it wasn't so freaking expensive <laughs> Is it? I, I, I didn't yeah. even... Yeah. It's, oh, it's uh, Batman level expensive Ooh, no not worth it not yeah. worth that it especially when memoir 44 already exists right like. i mean and it looks cool <laughs> but i'm like yeah. i don't the only reason i would get that game is to play with my dad and i don't know if i would ever be able to sit down for an entire game of that with my father um just because I, I'm it looks just like a, it takes hours i'm just a huge company of heroes fan in general um and i'm 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 very much in favor of thematic historical ish war games that don't play like a big bloated war game and play more like a board game a la memoir 30 44 yeah. and this just looks like memoir 44 but with really badass components you know what i mean right and so it, that appeals to me i mean he's a huge my dad's a huge company of heroes fan and owns all the games and plays them all the time not yeah. so much anymore but when they came out yeah um i did forget to mention i did get to play um a avalon hill game called kingmaker mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. That looked terrible. Yeah, it was. Uh, I I won, mm-hmm. and I was still upset at <laughs> how it turned out because all of my kings died. Yeah, but I also murdered the other. Like basically, the game is during the the War of Roses in England, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and you've got several. Uh, 
several heirs to the throne that one of you has to make the king. And all of right. them all of them died. <laughs> so at the end of the game, I assume in really brutal, horrible ways. Yeah, at, at the well, at the end of the game, like all of my all of my, I guess uh, generals died. But I think my heir was the one left, so I technically won. But my dad yeah. owned all of England, basically. <laughs> so he really would have won because he could have just murdered that guy and been like, "I own yeah. everything now." But he just um, didn't want to be mean or like what? Well, it's just the way the game plays. Um, it's that's the oh. way it is. So it's like that's how history works. There's also like a bunch of my like four of my guys died because they were all in the same town and the plague hit it. <laughs> and that's like I was like this is this is a lot this is bullshit. And my dad's like yes, yeah. that's history. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> all right, so we're gonna we're gonna get into it now to this this month. Our main title is Batman Gotham City Chronicles by Monolith. Or Batman Arkham City, as I like to call it, as, which is not the name. As Justin calls it every time. Every sing- Even whenever I'm like, oh, I need to look up such and such about Andrew's Batman game, and I Google it, I type <laughs> Arkham City, and then I I'm the, I got the video game, and I'm like, I don't fucking and know what's happening. You're looking at the box, and you're still typing in the wrong thing. <laughs> it's so frustrating to be this dumb. <laughs> it is a thematic, asynchronous, mostly cooperative, scenario-based miniature board game released in 2019. This, that's the exact same that I had written for Conan. I just changed <laughs> the date because <laughs> it's basically the same. Uh, it is published by Monolith exclusively on Kickstarter. They did not uh, have a publisher or, a, or I guess a uh, yeah. Sales. They didn't have the the Conan thing that they did. Right. Um, the main head designer was Fe- Frederick Henry, which is the same person from Conan. And there was so there was like twenty artists. I'm honestly not going to name all of them. So yeah. there's a lot of them. If you are interested in knowing who the artists were, that information is on the Kickstarter page. Yeah. So we're gonna kind of talk about Monolith a little bit from today's perspective versus how it was in the Conan age versus two months ago when yeah. we did it last. Versus time. well, I mean that's the same <laughs> as two months ago, but we just did it from a historical aspect of 2016 right, right um so this is monolith's fourth board game um they are at this point an established kickstarter publisher versus uh just an up-and-comer yeah um and this game actually funded extremely quickly uh, i think it was 100 uh, percent funded in like two hours or three hours something like that yeah. i mean for for a license as big as batman it's you have hard. to try to not get funded yeah and they like it's <laughs> <laughs> they uh they eventually reached uh, almost four and a half million dollars of their five hundred thousand dollar goal. I mean, at, I just watched the, the Space Invaders board game get funded on Kickstarter, Jeez. and it looks like trash. And it the big thing it comes with is not even part of the game. It's like a really? big Space Invaders standee that it comes with, like a collectible. Ooh, is it too late? No, you're not buying it. <laughs> I bet you I can. Stop. <laughs> Um, so there were two pledges for the original Kickstarter. Uh, one was the base pledge, which just came with the one copy of the base game and all unlock stretch goals. And then there was the all-in $320 pledge, which was one copy of the base game, all unlock stretch goals, one copy of Wayne Manor expansion, one copy of Arkham Asylum expansion, one copy of the Batmobile add-on, <laughs> one copy of the versus one versus one player expansion, and one dice pack for free. I it's mean, not, not, not really it's not free, for free, but that's None what they said. That's what they said on their website. They said it was free. Oh, so they're liars too. Yeah, it's three hundred twenty dollars for everything else, but the dice is free. That Listen, no it's charge. free as long as you pay for it. We're not going to charge you any more money other <laughs> no. than what you have to pay for it, and then it's free. Three hundred twenty dollars, no charge. <laughs> so, 
That's like when people go, oh, the new free PlayStation Plus games this month. I'm like, no, it's not free. You're you pay for the service. <laughs> Netflix movies aren't free. You pay for Netflix, and it's, it's part of... <laughs> no, I, I said that the other day on X, and I was like, yeah, you can watch it on Hulu for free. And I was like, it's not free, Andrew. <laughs> no, Hulu costs money. It's not. You're like, yeah, all you got to do is pay for Hulu, and then you get all these shows for free. It's great. For free. Well, you pay for the app, right? So that's is that what uh, it is? Sh- no, that's not what it is. Nine dollars a month for the app. Uh, do you want to take us through the base game breakdown? You want me to do that? Base game breakdown is 162 plastic miniatures, which is almost double the amount that came with Conan. One overlord, overlord board, uh, various cardboard tokens, a uh, two double-sided game boards, 56 tiles, 59 cards. 20 dice, which is, again, over double what came with Conan, thankfully so. 21 hero sheets, 3 game boards, 49 plastic cubes instead of crystals, 1 track sheet, 1 hero's rulebook, 1 scenario rulebook, and 21 scenarios. Also, several more than Conan came with. Over well over half or double, uh, yeah, not half. Both expansions well come over with half. <laughs> both expansions come with a double sided game board, modular game pieces, six scenarios each. Wayne Manor is seven heroes, three allies with cards and tokens. Arkham Asylum six villains, fourteen goons, and seventeen tiles. And as far as the rules breakdown, very similar to Conan, although they dropped the player count. Uh, from two to five to a two to four player game, fifteen to thirty minutes to set up. Usually closer to thirty minutes. Yeah, I would say thirty uh, to forty-five. About an hour, maybe to an hour and a half to actually play the scenarios. It is a scenario-based game. Uh, all of the scenarios, at least that I've seen and played, are are objective and time-based. Uh, uh, and objectives are not that I've ever seen related around killing guys. It's usually completing a thing, getting a password out of a safe that Dis- corresponds to a color that yeah. you know whatever. Disarming bombs, saving hostages. Right, you're doing Batman things. You're not just punching guys out. Uh, and there's also uh, it, it is uh, asynchronous in that you have the heroes that work cooperatively together versus the Overlord, which is the kind of judge game master role uh, that uses the very similar to Conan, the, the little tableau that they slide their little guys around in that works as their sort of resource management board. Which is so, pretty cool. Yeah, uh, on the surface level, just if you looked at this game on a table next to Conan, you'd be like, these are the exact same game. But They, they are quite similar in appearance. But gameplay-wise are very different games, and we'll uh, yeah. we'll get into that. Um, we'll start off with uh, first impressions uh, like we did last time. So I, I just love Batman thematically. I've always loved the comics. Um, yeah. I stopped buying comics because I stopped. I couldn't catch up with them. Were was, you going to say you stopped reading them right after you said you loved them so much? Yeah, I stopped reading them. <laughs> well, I, I, lo- I love the comics. I, I quit buying them because I stopped reading them because I hate them. Uh. <laughs> I forgot how to read. No, I, I got to a point where I was buying like, God, I was buying probably 30 different comics a month. Why? Because uh, I was reading a bunch of comics. Emily was reading a bunch of comics, and by that I mean she was reading like three comics, and I was reading right. all the rest. Maybe not thirty a month, but I, I, I always, guess uh, I guess not thirty different comics a month. But they release yeah. two at one every two weeks. So I'm the worst comic reader because I never look at the art. So I, I read. I just read the words in a comic, and I read through a comic in like two minutes. Oh yeah, I'm the and, exact uh, opposite. Oh, or you, where you don't read it at all? Well, I'm just like, why are there words? Show me more pictures, please. Yeah, I mean, I like the art. I have to, I have to literally, you know, uh, uh, like a ch- like a child or a puppy that won't stop eating to breathe. I have to be like, stop reading for a second and appreciate the art. It's a comic book. Well, and, uh, it's a problem for me. If the if I don't like the art, I won't read it. 
Oh yeah, I'm the same way. No, don't get me wrong. If I look yeah. at it, and I'm like, this art sucks. I'm like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna read <laughs> even that. Even though I'm you like, don't pay attention, even though to I don't it. look at it. Yeah. Well, there was uh, the anyway. uh, there was the Batman comic that came with uh, the Arkham Asylum uh, special edition, mm-hmm. and or it might have been Arkham City, one of those special yeah. editions. And I got it, and I looked at it, and I was like, I hate the art, so I just <laughs> put it on the shelf, never read it. Yeah, uh, um, d- no, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm still very picky about my comic art. So but, just uh, love Batman thematically. Uh, as an adult, he is my favorite superhero. Of course, if they ever made a Spider-Man miniatures board game, I would probably buy all of that too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was very excited that there was a board game with a bunch of beautiful miniatures, um, and I just wanted. I didn't care how much it was. I saved up for it, and uh, miniatures were really kind of what sold me on this one. Just because mm-hmm. I don't own a game that has a bunch of miniatures, right. besides Talisman, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, f- for me, I- I've actually had a really hard time with Batman coming from Conan because I was expecting Conan, uh, but with just Conan, but with Batman components, and they fixed a bunch of stuff. You know, your basic board game upgrade scenario. But instead, what I got is effectively a much more complicated game than Conan that expects different things from players layered on top of the Conan system. Um, I, I was just reading online and looking at other people's opinions and critical reviews and things. The, the best explanation that sums up how I felt is someone who said, I was looking for Batman to be an upgrade to Conan. Take what was great about Conan, make it bigger and better for Batman. And it's more of a side grade. The problems that Conan has are still there in Batman and it has its own set of problems but it's just a very different game. Right. So they, it's not to say that there aren't moments in the game that I enjoyed. There are. But overall, it just it just still hasn't clicked with me. Um, it wasn't miserable to play or anything, but I feel like the game just doesn't represent what it is very well. Or maybe I just had misaligned expectations or maybe it's both. I, I just I, I don't hate it. Um, <laughs> I've just still... I've not had a single session of the game that the whole time was fun. I've had sessions of the game where I was like, oh, that part was really cool, or oh, man, this part's tense, or whatever. There's these pieces here, but then all the stuff in between those is is uh, fluctuates between being uh, uh, confusing or, or frustrating or, or just not satisfying for me. I also feel like it probably didn't help this last board game, that uh, board game day that we were kind of burnt out on the monolith system. Um, I, I mean... We did Batman first. Like I wasn't by the time we had finished our second Conan scenario, I was done with this the game system for a little while. Yeah. But for Batman, I think I came into Batman fresher this time than I did last time, last board game day, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Um and I, I think I enjoyed it more this time than I did last time. What scenario we played the Commissioner Gordon scenario, which was pretty uh <laughs> That one I liked a lot. I think that might have been my favorite time playing the game so far. Even though it, we played it wrong and it was impossible. We played it very wrong. Um, but I think what it is in in um I, I know this is kind of me jumping ahead, but I I do want to stop with the Conan comparisons because, again, it is just a different game. And I don't think it's totally fair to just say, well, how does it stack up to this other game the whole time? Yeah. But I do want to kind of quantify where why I enjoy Conan so much and why I did not enjoy Batman the same amount because people might be coming from the same kind of thought process, you know? Right. In, in Conan, there's this this fatalism. The, the game is designed around the fact that everything you do is always from this place of, 
well, I'm gonna die if I don't, so I just gotta, I don't know, throw all my cubes into this basket and see what happens. Um, every single m moment in Conan is desperate. You are desperately trying to claw victory from the jaws of defeat the whole time. But both sides are. Um, <clears throat> in, in Conan, there's this fatalism because your heroes die. And when they die, they're gone and they're out. And the game is very much designed around this fact that, that Conan is very bloody and very brutal. And in Batman, it, it just does not feel that way. Batman is very much like, we well, need to be sneaky and smart and tricky. And you need to go in here and disarm bombs and do computers and things. And the system itself was designed for Conan and works for Conan because it's this push-your-luck mechanic where it's like, it, Conan, for, for the second you start... You just you just want to dump all of your crystals into cutting a guy's face off, and you do. You just, most of the time. Yeah, yeah, and you do, and you can still recover, it and it's fine. And Batman, you can't play it that way. Batman expects you to be smarter, much like Batman. It, yeah. it expects you to be uh, saving cubes up and going, all right. Well, I need to save up cubes because I have to hack this computer, and I can't go in the front door and fight these guys. I need to go around the side and be sneaky and and blow through a wall with some gel, and then come over here and try not to try to run away from the bad guys. You're trying to play like Batman does, and, yeah. and it does that well so thematically you are playing like batman but the system itself is this push your luck mechanic and i love push your luck mechanics and in conan there's never a moment where you're like well don't go right in the front door because you'll get killed and conan you're like i have to go through the front door i'm gonna <laughs> die anyway i don't know geez i, I feel like it, batman may have been a lot better if there if it was a sneaky mechanic like that if they actually had some sort of mechanic for the villains because you can see the map and you're like well batman just went that way and even though that guy would have not for any reason heard or seen him he turns around and there's batman he's going to shoot him now. right and so it loses a lot of the tension and and brutalism that conan has and if i were to give a a, a recommendation because it's easy to complain about something and hard to fix something um the thing that i feel like it's missing in batman the critical component is sneakiness batman can never hide in the batman game and but one of batman's biggest tricks is hiding yeah. And I feel like if I could hide and be like, oh, I don't know if they're going to see me or whatever, if there's some sort of hidden movement mechanic or something like that, that would add inject a lot of tension and theme into the game for me personally. I mean, there is there are two types of Batman. There is the going in and just punching dudes, and then there's the sneaking one, and you have, you're forced yeah. into the going in and punching dudes Batman. Right. Uh, like, if you'd played any of the uh, Rocksteady Batman video games, Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, mm -hmm. um, and the third one that I can't remember right now, but most of the time you're spending in the rafters, taking dudes out secretly. Yeah, like Batman does. Yeah. Because again, Batman's just a dude. If he gets shot, he's dead. That's just, right. you know, he's, he, by default, he has to be sneaky. So I feel like, I mean, I I, I would be okay, and this is getting way out of, we, getting way off track, but I'd be okay <laughs> with, with having the heroes have the ability to die because yeah. at the end of the day, they're just people. So Right. So I, I feel, I, I just wanted to, to lay that out there and say, this is exactly the disparity between Batman and Conan for me. Batman doesn't hit it quite where it needs to be for me thematically because where is the sneakiness? Batman is effectively a ninja dressed like a bat that is also a cop and a scientist. And you're cutting out a third of his his character for me for him to literally never sneak anywhere. He just walks in. He's like, it's me, I'm Batman. I'm here. The lights is on. And I'm just standing in a hallway hacking a computer like Batman would never do that. It is not like Batman at all. But thematically, um, it looks very great. 
It, it, yeah, it is a good looking. I, so I, I, I know I've completely derailed you <laughs> off your notes entirely and had a whole it's, tangent. It's okay. I'm sorry. We're gonna get. We're gonna go into the problems with the game, which is what you've already been kind of talking about. So yeah. it all segues together, I guess. Um, so I do want to point out before we get super into it, even though we kind of gotten kind of super into it. Yeah. Uh, if you have watched or read or seen any of the previous or any other reviews from people about the Conan, not Conan, the Batman Gotham City Chronicle. We're talking about Conan way too much. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like I said, I wanted um, to get the Conan out of the way. Now it's all Batman all, right. all the time. Um, oh, man. But if, if you've watched any Batman Gotham City Chronicles reviews on YouTube or read anything, um, you are going to hear around the same thing from us as well. Yeah. And so if if we're uh, repeating a bunch of stuff, we're sorry, but that's just how the game is. That's what's wrong with the game. So yeah. we both um, tend to fall. I think you tend to fall on the more positive side of the reviews and I tend to fall on the more negative side, but I, I, I don't think I've heard a single review yet that, that is like, this game sucks. You know, yeah. and I don't think either of us, nobody has either. said that. Nobody. I mean, the, someone surely, but the, <laughs> the majority of it is this game has problems, but it still right. can be fun. Right. Um, so, that is the first problem <laughs> that it does have a lot of problems. Um, too many skills is the main thing that most people talk about is that the yes. character sheets, and I know this is an audio format, so we're going to try to explain it without <laughs> having any sort of visual. Maybe I'll put up a picture on Instagram or something. Uh, but the, the character tiles um, have a lot of different skills on them, but icons. no skill icons, but no explanation of what they are. And right. the explanation comes from the book. So unless mm -hmm. you want to go somewhere, print out a bunch of sheets that tell you what those skills are, you have to open up the book every single game until you memorize what they all are. Right. Which there are several of the skills that just playing the game three times I memorized fairly quickly because Batman right. has them every single time and each Batman has them and they're never going to go away from Batman. Circular strike and parkour and things like standard and martial skills. arts, that kind of stuff. That's That stuff's not going away. But there are like... Uh, like fire gas ice um all that i i haven't even played with mr freeze yet and i can't mm -hmm. even imagine the uh <laughs> difficult terrain that he creates yeah um the different freezing effects he has i played with firefly and his difficult terrain is kind of hard to learn at first um and it all stacks on each other that kind of stuff and you have to look it up in the book or if you don't know it and that takes time yeah so that that is the the main issue is just this if you want the game to be semi comfortable you have to play with game aids and and even then i would say that that's only even with aids it's only a marginal improvement because there's just they're they're just flat out or too many skills they you're, have too many skills you're still that, taking time out of your game to sit there and be like what does this mean right they could have condensed it they could have just had straight up a smaller number of skills um, and especially skills that look identical, because these are very small icons, and there's no text on any of them. And some of the skills look identical. Like uh, I was playing a character with you that had three different skills that were all a depiction of a shoe with some other kind of thing on it. Like yeah. this one's a shoe with spikes. This one's a shoe with wings. This one's a shoe with a little line next to it. Or and, and <laughs> even with a game aid, I'm like, all right, let me look at the shoe section. All right, which one of these shoe icons or is it? Circular strike and retaliate are both fists. They're yes. both three fists in a circle, and one fist is going the opposite way versus the other, right. and that's how you differentiate between the two different skills. So it, 
it's cluttered and they could have the main the main thing that people wanted to say that they should fix is by putting the skills on the back of the sheet yes you could have just flipped it over been like oh it's that thing cool and then flipped it back over but instead they've got a description of the character (laughs) which you never read no one ever reads because anyone who's spending 120 to 300 dollars on a batman game is like i already know who at least 80 percent of these characters are (laughs) right like uh, I don't and, need and it. at the same time, the skills in this game are they're complicated skills. And so what you'll normally see is you'll see a skill and a number, and adding numerical values to skills leads to rules that read like this. With a new with a value of X in this skill, the character can do X things X number of times within these limitations. And and that's just more confusing than he can punch two guys. They give you, a math you know, problem, and, and they're not yeah. all that compl- complicated. No. Some of them are like, add X to your successful attacks. Right, but it's, it's still which just is an easier yet another, version. Yeah. another complication on top of another complicated. It's these layers yeah. of complication that you, at the end of the day, it's like you like you were saying the other day was, it's like they kept playing it and playtesting it, and then the playtesters were like, well, it's okay, having 150 skills. We all know them. And you're yeah. like, well, of course you know them. You made the game. It's your job. But somebody, somebody, they should have just brought someone in. That's And I'm sure the problem is they did bring people in. I did see videos where it's like, well, I'm playing this game for the first time at whatever <laughs> convention, and it looks really fun, and these guys told me all the skills. <laughs> I mean, if you so, if we had a person at the table that had memorized every skill, and I went, hey, "What's the little shoe with the wings?" And they went, "Oh, that's this. It means this." Yeah. Then that would alleviate a lot of issues. We just need to hire someone to do that. Well, that's the thing is, like, I've gotten most of the skills memorized to where I know what the name is, but I don't know what like <laughs> what all the text is. Right, but because they have these complicated, they read in complicated ways, like X times X blank. You can do this. You know, it, because yeah. of that, it's hard to memorize them. That is the the difficult part. And I'll I'll. I'll after I re- after we record, I'll, I'll take a picture of one of the uh, one of the cool tiles and send yeah. it up. Um, now the the other issue is that the rule book is is just a hot mess. I'll say I looked at the rule book one time and then I handed it back to you. And in my head, I went, "I'll never look at that again." <laughs> you just, I, you I, opened the Ark of the Covenant and you just closed it immediately. My face melted off, and I was like, "No, thank you." Just, uh, it is, it is a mess. It is uh, as someone who's I've read the rule book twice, uh, once online, once when I got the book, um, and I still can't figure out where stuff is. So I'll sit there and, and we'll have to find one thing. And there's no, there's no table of there's a there is a table of contents. There's no um, what's at the back of the book? I'm blinking index there's no index can so, i just say this every for board game makers every board game needs one a table of contents two an alphabetized index and three every passage needs to be numerically numbered so that you can reference a different number from a different rule well not you just for the love of god do it the way root did it everyone please not necessarily every manual yes, but please every no Every, every manual, every please. multi-page manual. I have a manual that's two pages. There's no reason to have a table of contents. But it's, it wouldn't hurt if it did, would I it? Guess you it would add more pages. Upset. It would add more pages. Um, you wouldn't be like, oh, I hate that this is so convenient now. <laughs> but for a 50-plus page book, you need an index. It needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and there are so many times that we're going through, and I'm looking for one little thing that 
is literally just like a, a two foot or two foot Jesus a two inch square <laughs> this is huge <laughs> a two inch squared on the page that I'm like I just, how am I supposed to find this without right knowing exactly where it is and that that's the the rule book is just a mess I will say the scenario book is not too terrible there it, are I some issues some, um, I have some pretty egregious issues with the iconography that is confusing and seems like it's not explained anywhere. Yeah, there are a couple of things that, uh, like the Commissioner Gordon um, scenario we did, did not explain that you got extra guys. It just says that you get them on your sheet. Yeah, it's it's there. There are inconsistencies. I don't think it's a bad scenario book. I just think that it needs to be eroded all to hell. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the other thing is just like uh, we said, we're going to stop talking about it. But just like Conan, the rules sometimes do require interpretation. Yeah. Um, they're especially if you're sitting there. Uh, on several occasions, I've sat there on the rule book for ten minutes, and I just eventually go, "We're just gonna. I'm just gonna make a house rule because I don't yeah. know, because um, I can't find it." And then, right. um, if well, it, that I would argue that that means that the rules may or may not require interpretation. You just don't know because you can't find them. Yeah. Uh, well, they that's they could they couldn't. You, <laughs> you, I don't know. Um, and then again, if it, if if you're very competitive may not be super fun especially if you're playing with a lot of people and you're one of the heroes and you're super competitive and your other hero is just trying to have a good time <laughs> right it's 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 reliant on people pulling their weight at the table for sure and uh, so some of the scenarios are very unbalanced in some of them it, i've really only come across two scenarios where just it was grossly unbalanced mm -hmm. um and then the majority of the time i've played this game I've played about nine or ten of the scenarios. Um, so you're about half of the base game I'm worth about of scenarios. Halfway through the base game. Um, and I would say that eight out of ten times the the game comes down to like the last two turns, which is great. Right. That's a balanced game. It we seems designed a, that way. Yeah. And then the other two scenarios are just like somebody gets wailed on <laughs> really bad. So. It, it is often the case with scenario-based board video games, whatever, that sometimes it's designed in such a way that you kind of have to figure out what the designer want, how they they wanted you to play it. Yeah. And, and if you don't do it that way, you just lose, and you're like, "What was I even supposed to do?" Right. And I feel like that you know maybe you should just make a scenario that is fairly simple to figure out, and the hard part is having two different people strategizing against each other. I don't know. Yeah. Just design better. Gosh. Design it better. Um, dummies. <laughs> so uh, current impressions of the game. Um, I still, this is still one of my top three favorite board games. Um, wow. That's, that's awful high. Yeah. That's. <laughs> I don't, I've, I've uh, out of the games that I own. I will say that as much as you enjoyed it, um, I still did not anticipate it to be placed that highly. I still, I mean, this is this has become probably the most game that, like, the the board game that I've played the most in my life, besides like Monopoly and Risk when I was mm. a kid. I, I uh, yeah, I'm I'm very much. I I don't hate it. It's not miserable to play, but I would never ask for it. You know what I mean? Like oh, if you I were coming still... over, like if you were coming over and you're like, "Hey, I brought Batman. Can we play?" I'd be like, "Yeah, totally. We can absolutely play." Um, but, but if I'm I like, "What should I bring?" You're like, "Not Batman." I, I I wouldn't even say that. Like it's one it's 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 one of those things where like I'm fine playing it, 
but I'm also fine playing it with you. And yeah. I think a lot of it is that um, you, a lot of the problems of the game are problems that just require extra effort. It's more effort to figure the skills out and to print the things out and to learn the, it's just a lot of effort. Mm-hmm. And you're willing to put in that effort. And because of that, you're picking up the slack that would be there if it was just me owning the game. I'd be like, I don't want to go through this rule book. Well, I don't I want to learn the school skills. I don't want to figure this out. This is already a mess, and I, I don't like it. I would say the same thing. You've printed out a lot of different rules in, in players' guides and things like that. Oh, yeah. I habitually do that with my yeah. games. That's it's, it's a thing of mine. But like, I would play it with you because having you playing it with me, just like having a designer there explaining all the skills to me, increases the fun factor because the fun... <laughs> Is the, the the thing that ruins the fun in this game for me is the inconvenience, and you mitigate some of that inconvenience. So I'd play yeah. with you, but I'd never like borrow your copy and take it to a board game cafe and find strangers to play with. I'd, I'd like, rather shoot myself. Hey, in do the you foot. guys want to? Hey, you guys want to be really confused and pretend you're Batman? <laughs> yeah, I let you borrow, it and there's just a gun inside <laughs> to shoot yourself in the foot with. Well, this will probably be more fun. So, <laughs> um, I will say that. Unlike Conan, where you and I were confused and not confused, but just upset that we couldn't get the full experience out of it, um, the the base game of Batman's twenty one scenarios is enough. Yeah, um, I mean, really, to be fair, Conan with its what is it ten scenarios has been still has, more than enough. But you know, it's, yeah. it's it's you got eight. Yeah, it, it has a lot of scenarios, which so that's it's just good. It's good, and they're they're very different scenarios too, which is nice. And the amount of scenarios does make up for the the scenarios that don't work as well as the others because you can just say, well, I'm just not going to play that one anymore. I don't know. That'd make delete, that it. Argument, but. delete it. Delete <laughs> it. Um, so uh, I would say that although the actions are complicated or there's a lot of actions to, to have, I would say once you get to the point to where you've learned most of them or have easy access to them, um, it, it gives you a lot of different, outcomes so a lot of different things that you can use um you know which characters to use for which scenarios right um and i i think it's a hindrance at first but if you play the game enough it can you know it's, it's a benefit eventually right and i think listeners will notice the theme between not just our you know our critique but everyone's critique which is that if you put in the time to learn this game and you put in many sessions and efforts uh, looking up uh, clarifications online and printing things out and slogging through these first five or six or seven game sessions to get to where everyone at the table knows it well and then keep playing with that group, there's a whole lot of fun to be had here. But you've got to slog through that to get there. We didn't even talk about it, but there are campaign scenarios that I haven't even dived into yet. Yeah. Um, and There's a lot of expansion that can happen and, and looks like it is happening uh, mm-hmm. with Batman. Um, and I do say that it does make you, in some instances, not all scenarios, does make you feel like Batman sometimes just running in, beating on the scarecrow. Right, just running in Joker. an open door in a fully lit room, yep. completely not hidden at all, and oh, punching okay. a man in the face. That's what well, Batman I mean, does could, all the time. You could turn the lights down a little bit if you wanted. <laughs> There's no mechanic for that. <laughs> just in the room. They have three different thickness of walls, but they have no way to knock the lights out of a room. How was, is this Batman? Was it you in the the like the first scenario we played where you like got a uh, a tranquilizer dart and you just took out Scarecrow in one shot? It, it it was so overpowered that we were like, this has to be wrong. And it was. I played it wrong, but <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. 
yeah it's i mean there there yeah certainly there are heroic moments uh i don't i don't want to sound like i'm being completely down on the game it, it does have its moments where you're like oh yeah that was really cool you know batman and robin punching dudes in a fully lit room with no effort to hide whatsoever it's totally and even as as the villains there are moments where you're just you feel like you're a a, a batman villain if you're playing yeah. the overlord side where, where i was playing a game with with a with a friend that he batman and batgirl ran off on one side and for some reason he left robin all alone mm-hmm. and i just had like eight dudes wailing on robin at one point <laughs> just completely destroyed him so i mean just like the comics just like the comic or like the animated series yeah <laughs> um but yeah uh, did you have something you wanted to? Oh, uh, no, I think I'm good. I, I, I mean, uh, I, I agree. Still, s- thus far, the the theme seems to be I agree with your impressions of it and how you feel about it. But I've just gotten a different feel f- from the game entirely, and a lot of it is the fact that it still uses this. I guess we'll just call it the monolith system, which is what Conan was, which is what Batman is. And it, this game just feels like it works against its own system. You know, like, yes, it has the awesome push your luck mechanic, which is a ton of fun uh, uh, to just dump cubes and, and to make things happen and, and to have cool plays. But Batman seems to not want you to do that. That seems but like a bad idea a lot of the time. It punishes, um, whereas in Conan, it punishes you for using that system by killing Conan. Um, in, in Batman, it punishes you by you losing turns. Well, I think in Conan, it's a situation where if you have a Conan scenario that's going long, your dudes are going to die anyway. And it's a situation where you're like, look, I'm just going to run Shevatas in there. He's going to die anyway. There's six dudes between him yeah. and where he needs to get well, to I be. don't know why you use Shevatas. It's Conan. I'm going to run Conan in there because <laughs> right. he's going to die. Right. You're like, look, I'm going to die anyway. I'm going to get in there. And much like Conan in the stories, I'm going to do as much damage as I can before he goes down by just shoving all my cubes to this side of my mat. But you'll never do that in Batman because that's a waste because you can pop back up as Batman. So you, you never get in this 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 fatalistic scenario where you're like i'm just gonna push all my luck all the way to the edge the thing is see what happens i don't think you've ever gotten into that situation because i've been in that situation and put someone in the situation where they lose all their cubes go into their uh their i guess damage zone or uh wound zone and if if the villain continues to hurt that player they're not getting up again well, there was that situation when we played the Gordon and Bullock scenario, in which, again, to be fair, we did it very wrong, so it was tremendously hard on me, and it wasn't supposed to be, but it still put me in a situation with Bullock where you had him surrounded by guys, and he went down. And I remember sitting at the table and telling you, like, well, I don't care. I'm just going to leave him there, and the second you don't pay attention to him, he's going to pop back up and pump your guys full of as many bullets as he can. Right, but that's you, you banking on me forgetting about him. Right, but at the same time, there's there. there I, I still am. I, you always have to be paying some attention to Bullock for the rest of the scenario. Otherwise, he's just going to pop back up. You know, it's this thing where he's not out. You know, he, he's just he's still there. He's still on the board, and you still have to think about him and worry about him. Well, yeah, it would take him two <laughs> two turns anyway. It'll take him right. two turns to back. I mean, I'm not of... saying that certainly that that there's no penalty <laughs> or anything for getting KO'd. I'm just saying that the penalty for being KO'd is that my guys still stay on the board and you still have to worry about them just to a much smaller, but still some degree, and that removes that that again that fatalism from Conan, where it's like, well, he's dead forever. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, 
and I guess to, to that effect, you, in Conan, you would get more... We're, okay, we're getting way too in. Anyway, so playing the same <laughs> scenario in Batman is just like in Conan, where it, it's you're probably going to have a different scenario every time. Uh, good example, I guess, for Conan would be Justin tried the same strategy that I tried on him in a game where I won, and I knew the strategy because I was the one that did it. Right. So I just completely countered most of the things that he was trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um like I said earlier, the base game, I, I feel, does hold up by itself. Um, you don't need the expansions. I honestly haven't even opened... I, I opened them to look at them, but I have not used any of the expansions yet. Right. Um, there's a ton of content in this base game, like a whole yeah, lot. There's enough, and it's. I, I feel like it's worth it, but we'll get into that as well. Um, yeah. I think we've talked about all the kind of gotten yeah. into uh, um uh, again miniatures and component quality is very high yes. uh, my 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 very first and my current impression is still that the iconography and the visual design of the game is just busy and confusing they have a ton of information on the boards we and you have weird but rules like wall you, thickness and you've got m- more defined line of sight but that's at the expense of expense of having an easy to parse game board i would say they don't have a ton of information on the board they have a ton of art on the board that is confusing and then the information that you need from the board is at the back of the scenario book I would say both. I mean, the board, uh, uh, there's a lot of information on the board. For, you know, Again, I hate to do it, but compared to Conan, where Conan, it's like, here's your sections and there's dots in them. Well, this is all of a sudden adding a lettering system. And then it, it, every now and then it's got some other kind of icon. And then they, the art choices on the board are poor. Like in, in the map that we were playing, they had, so all of the different sections on the board are separated by white lines. And they had a section that was, the, okay. one of the lines ran along the edge of a cop car and they didn't draw the line as if I was supposed to imply that the cop car is the barrier. Which is what it was. Yeah, which is true. Yeah. Uh, uh, which makes sense at a conceptual level but when the game teaches you that these are your zones and these are how your boundaries defined and then it doesn't follow those rules it gets confusing um i don't it, know it, i it, i disagree i didn't really have an issue with that myself um i would say that the i like the 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 lettering as far as um the levels that are on the board because there are yeah. different levels that are not necessarily in conan I like the convenience it adds, yeah. Yeah, but they also didn't put any of the convenience of telling us what the fall damage and climb for those levels are. Um, It it feels like they added some new information that they've put into the game and then other information. They're like, look it up in the rule book. That's terrible. We don't know. (laughs) So the the board feels cluttered and is also not enough cluttered. Yeah, it, yeah, that's that's a great way to put it. Where it's this situation where it's more cluttered, and you're like, okay, there's a lot more shit going on, but there's still not the the right kind of clutter. Like, yeah. put, and again, the the boards are, are are very visually striking. A couple of them I'm kind of meh on, like the the factory one. Well, that's the one we you were played playing, that one the most. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, the the one we were playing that was the bank that we played two scenarios yeah, of. Um. I like that one a lot. Again, I don't like the the the, the game design on the board, but the art on the board is cool. At the same time, I I don't really know what they could have done to fix it because the way that it's present. I don't know if I've ever shown you the the leveling presented in the I've back of the scenario book. I've seen them. Um. If that was on the board, then I would. I would just throw it away. I don't know. It, it would be so. <laughs> it would look so terrible if it was actually on the board. I mean, I, I think, and again, this is me 
playing uh, armchair game designer here because I, I'd, I'd hate to just criticize him. Yes, I know about <laughs> game design. I, I hate that, you know, our job as being critics here is basically just like, it sucks and we never have to contribute anything to the conversation. I think it's a thing where if you reach a situation where you can't cleanly and simply convey information to a player, then... And this is just me talking, and I'm sure people will disagree, maybe even you. If you can't cleanly and easily convey that information to me, don't include that mechanic in your game. Just don't put it in. Period. I mean, I, you know? could, I could see Batman working without a yeah. raised I mean, level they of ha mechanic. They have a Batman game that works without a hide mechanic. Why not without an elevation mechanic? Why not add the hide mechanic and remove the elevation mechanic? Or have the hide mechanic work in tandem with the elevation mechanic, which makes more thematic sense. Or not have a... 2d board but have a 3d board or try harder monolith i don't i don't know man i'd make the game 800 dollars. give me a 3d board you would buy it i know anyway <laughs> we're gonna go into the 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 sad part is whenever whenever the first kickstarter happened they showed like this uh cool 3d structure that they had created just to show off the minis yeah um and i was like oh man i wish that was in the game yeah <laughs> but uh Anyway, so future Monolith Batman is happening right now. As we speak! You don't have to wait until 2020 when hopefully another Conan game comes out. If you want to be confused right now, <laughs> you can. <laughs> Season 2 is happening right now. Uh, it does, as of today, the 10th Monday uh, of June in America. Um <laughs> Seven. It's times anywhere are, with your Gregorian calendar. Times are different. <laughs> times they are a changing. Um, it does have seven days to go as of today. Um, there is. Hopefully, you get this episode out quickly. Yeah. Well, yeah. So it'll be. <laughs> I'm gonna try to get it out tomorrow or Wednesday. So, um, it it'll have at least hopefully five days left by the time you hear this. If you hear it the day it comes out. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I should have just put the date that it ends, but I June 18th at. 2 p.m. CDT. Convert there, that time as you will. There you go. June 18th. Um, so it does have several levels, unlike the original, which only had two levels. It has a $8 base build, um, and I also did all the conversions to U.S. because it's actually all in Euro on the website, mm -hmm. but it also right. has a little conversion underneath it for uh, American dollars. Yeah. Uh, so $8 base build, your own pledge, where you can just either spend eight dollars and get one thing or you know choose your own amount choose your own adventure and get as much as you want yeah now uh, most most kickstarters when they do this kind of um you want to have a pledge in for the backer kit they make it a dollar uh so you'll you'll pledge a dollar and then after the fact on backer kit you can add because maybe you haven't decided or you're not sure or money's yeah. tight or whatever but a lot of kickstarters are going away with that i've still seen it on most the, the ones that have yeah a lot of them that i've seen they're like there's no longer a dollar pledge it's just those pledges yeah i mean certainly i don't i'm not trying to argue like certainly some no, are, yeah. are moving away no from i'm sure yes, you, i'm you sure are it still correct. exists yeah um but companies are wanting wanting they that want your money they want that money up front um <laughs> there is a 147 dollar season one base game pledge which is what 27 dollars more expensive than the uh, original. Well, it's a, uh, original was 140, 140 US is so 147. Seven dollars more expensive than the original. Yeah. Uh, a 319 dollars season two all in, which mm. is as expensive as the original all in, when you get less stuff, and we'll talk about that. Yeah. Um, a 334 season one all in, which is just all the season one all in stuff, which is 14 dollars more expensive. 
and then a 653 all in for season one and two. I'm sorry. So if you came to this and you said, all right, I want all the, I want all of Batman. I want all of it. It would cost you $653 before taxes and shipping. Yep. To get that. So probably around $700. Um, God. And and then they also have announced that all of the all of this stuff in season two, everything that you're looking at, all of the pieces, all the expansions, will all be on the Monolith store once it goes live, probably next year, whenever they can ship start shipping this stuff out. Yeah. Um. So I'm not going to go into too much detail, but the season two pledge has three expansions um, that do not include a board like the Wayne Manor and Arkham Asylum expansions, mm-hmm. um, which is one of the reasons why I dropped it. Yeah, because I'm like, why am I paying more for less? It, it sounds weird, but between Batman and Conan, uh, uh, I cherish having different boards more than I do having different characters. And you, you may argue, well, that the season two comes with one double sided board. Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool. But Wayne Manor and Arkham Asylum both came with a double sided board and modular pieces mm-hmm. to go on the sides of those boards. Right. And in a game where you're playing scenarios on static boards, having multiple boards is is it, it's a plus. It's a it's a big it's deal. Nice to look at. I'd rather play Batman on ten different on ten different boards than ten different Batman on one board. Which is kind of what they're going at right now. There are three. Yeah. I think the. Well, no, they've got Batman Inc. is one of the expansions, so that adds seven different Batmans from different <laughs> countries, plus the three different Batmans that are in the choose-your-own picking zone. Yeah. So there are now over ten Batmans in this Goodness. game. So you got. Can si- I just take umbrage with the fact that I cannot play two different Batmen in the same scenario? You can. You can take umbrage. Because um, that is dumb. I want to be two or three <laughs> different Batman all doing Batman shit. I'm Please. sure we could. We can open up a wormhole somewhere on the board, and all three Batman come in, and they're like, who are you? Oh, I me- you're me. No, I'm you. No, you're me, and I'm you. All right. Anyway. Why are they Conan now? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so first expansion for season two is Suicide Squad, which uh, comes with a new uh, Deadshot and Deathstroke, which mm-hmm. are both in the base game, mm-hmm. but they did not make a new... Harley Quinn or Croc for the Suicide Squad expansion, which I feel like their ex- their excuse is, well, they're already in the base game, but so are Deadshot and Deathstroke. If you were so. expecting Monolith to make an excuse that made sense, then you're barking up the wrong <laughs> Kickstarter. Uh, as I said, Batman Inc. is one of the expansions, and the third expansion is League of Assassins, which comes with another Ra's al Ghul, which is also in the base game, uh, Talia Ghul, and then a bunch of other people. Uh, there is a fifth player expansion, which just gives you a fifth player uh, tile. Oh boy! And uh, I guess some some scenarios for five people instead of four. Although there's nothing stopping you from playing with five players anyway, you just don't get the nice little framing thing for your character sheet. Right, and that's just you can't you can't do it without it. Yeah. Uh, there is a like fourteen dollar expansion for a double sided map or a new double sided board, mm. um, which looks. Very similar to the boards that are already there. Like, I think there's a sewer, and then there's another bank. 
um, or it might be Gotham PD. I don't remember. Yeah. There's just a three miniature pack, which is twelve dollars a piece for the three different ones. There's God, a there's a poison that, ivy that's pack. Straight up Games Workshop pricing yep. for miniatures that I'm sorry are not as good as Games Workshop because nobody's are. Yeah. So it's a poison ivy pack with a king like poison ivy plant. Yeah. Um. A uh, was a Batman fifty new fifty two which comes with Commissioner Gordon Batman. Um. And then the. I can't remember his name right now. The the pig guy. Yes. All, all of his pig, dudes. Pig, Piggly. And then Piggly, Pig, Piglet. Piglet from Winnie, Winnie the Pooh. The Pooh. Yes. And then there is a 24 miniatures uh, picking zone section where you can pick your own. I really wanted the Batman Beyond miniature, but I'm honestly, I don't want to support the Kickstarter, so I'm just going to wait until it's on Monolith Shop and buy yeah. it. Um, problems with Season 2, as we kind of have discussed, same cost. Less stuff. Less stuff. Um, you're not getting a base game. You're getting three smaller expansions than the original two expansions. Uh, the reason that Monolith gave gave for the cost increase for less stuff was that it's them finishing the game. The game wasn't finished, which at that point, why even create? Why it's not getting, wait? It's getting stupid. It, it's like, yeah. I'm sorry, you couldn't finish your game with all that money and all that. I mean, clearly the game is not finished because when I play it, it feels like an unfinished game. Which in season two, there's no talk of uh, fixed rules or right. um, whenever there has been talk of uh, like this, the skill sheets that we've been talking about, having a sheet with the skills on it, the response is that's, that information is already available on their website to download and print yourself. Their response is basically do it yourselves. Fix our game yourselves. We're just here to make miniatures and boards. You dumb dumbs. Yep. Give us your money. It, it feels very scummy. Um, and then the other thing, I mean, base game in the second expansion is more expensive, but I kind of expected that to happen anyway. Right. And it's only like $14. Um, where can you buy this game? Well, you can currently purchase it on the Kickstarter right now. I've seen it on eBay and not just on eBay, but on eBay for for what people paid for. It's still in the shrink. Yeah. So it is on eBay. Times. Um, and then on, in the future, they say it will be available on Monolith's store on their website whenever that launches. They haven't really announced it. I assume it'll be next year when all this stuff comes available. Yeah. Um. Is it worth it in the end? I I would say that it it's to me it is 100% worth it for the base game by itself. So if you are um if that is all you're interested in, the base game has enough, you don't need the other stuff. Um and <laughs> really what? <laughs> um I would say that the base game is is well worth it just by itself not needing any of the expansions. Um if you're like me and you're insane and you want the expansions, um then you know, that's yeah. your own problem because I, I have it too. I would say for me if you can get the base game for less than $100 and in a single box, somehow, maybe they do a dumbed down, smaller, later printing or something. Like, this is a game where I feel like if they fix the manual, they fix some of we the iconography. We didn't even talk about that. What? The base game is two boxes for anyone that doesn't know. stupid. Just <laughs> stupid. The villain's box and the hero's box. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. Like, uh, this game, for me, for my money, this game is too much. It's too much game they need to have less minis they need to have less stuff they need to have a less busy if they fix the rule book they dumbed down the skills dropped some of the minis and fit it all into one box for like 59.99 
I, I would buy that. I honestly would if if they cleaned it up and just made it a smaller, more streamlined, cleaner experience. Because this is just yeah. textbook Kickstarter indulgent extravagance, which some people love and that's okay and that's fine to like that. But for me, I just feel like it it's too big and bloated for what it is for me to get enjoyment out of it the way I want. Right. And yeah. I, I understand that. Uh, honestly, carrying around two gi- and they're gigantic boxes they are they're big and they're, they're heavy two gigant- gigantic really cool looking boxes uh what was the box that i got that had the all-in pledge from season one was 36 pounds jesus um yeah it, it is it is a large game and it comes with a lot of miniatures right um for transparency for season two i did originally go all in whenever it because it came out I saw it. I went all in on it. And you so went, I'm crazy. And you I'm it. insane. And I love Batman board games. Yeah. And I got it. And then like two days later, I was like, well, this is, I started actually looking at everything that I was paying for. Uh, and just, as we said, why am I paying this much for yeah. less? Why did you give me so much for that price? But now I have to pay a premium for right. this other stuff that I technically don't need to play the game. And, and I think also we want, were ta- I don't want half. I don't want Batman Inc. I don't really care about that. Yeah. Um, and I don't want half of the pick your own character stuff. So I eventually moved it down to a hundred and one dollar pledge that had the stuff that I actually wanted from it. Had all the miniatures. Had I, the Suicide expansion, Suicide Squad expansion. And then after playing the game again yesterday or Saturday, um. Event. I just canceled my whole pledge. I was like, I'll just wait until it comes out on their store, and I'll buy it at whatever price. Yeah, I think it's gonna be like. I think you save like a dollar fifty on the singles, yeah. and you save like two or three dollars on the expansions. Well, I think it's, it's just, also it, it's a thing where I mean, it, 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 like we were talking about uh, uh, during uh, uh, lunch uh, on game day was. You've got enough Batman in your home already that if you played this game semi-regularly once or twice a month, you would play it for like three years. I probably have enough Batman miniatures in my house right now that I could melt them all down and make a life-size <laughs> Batman figure. I mean, my, my point is that this is that uh, um, even if it's your most favorite game you've ever played, I, even my fav- most favorite board game, I've not played it regularly every month for more than a year. And the thought of like, oh, you're still going to be playing Batman once or twice a month three years from now? I mean, shit, we played it uh, a couple times in the course of two months and were burned out on it. Yeah. Which isn't to say that you won't eventually get around to that content and play it. But the question is like, it could take you 10 years to get through all the Batman you already own. (laughs) Right. Like like we said, I haven't even cracked open Wayne Manor or Mm -hmm. um, Arkham Asylum. But I, I and I don't know if I'll. I think I've just been gung ho about Batman because I bought it. I spent right. a lot of money on yeah. it, so I better play it, and right. I enjoy playing. It's not that I'm like, well, I have to play this game now, but <laughs> this I, is my I, life. <laughs> I enjoy playing the game, and it, and I think the hardest part is just finding other people to play it with because it's a right. difficult game to start out. It's not a fun game to play I'm, for the I first imagine. time. Play, to play for the first time, <laughs> and I imagine not a fun game to teach, which is uh, in start contrast to conan which is a pretty easy game to teach like you got thing in the cubes and you go and you, you figure it out pretty quick there's yeah. just a lot more going on and it's a lot to throw at somebody um i would say that if you love batman and you love board games and you want a batman board game um i 
honestly have not played the miniatures game, which is also fairly expensive if you start getting into it, or the animated series board game. But from what I've seen, this looks like the best Batman board game that you can play right now. So of the one Batman board games you've played, this is the best of one. Of the three Batman games available, <laughs> this is the the best looking uh, and best feeling Batman it, game of all the ones that I've all of the one I've mm-hmm. played. It's so disappointing to me because if all if if they just spent a couple of months of real genuine effort fixing some of these problems, adding some errata to stuff, uh, fix it, coming out with a version two rule book and maybe some nice handouts, then then it would fix so 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 many problems. And I think a lot of my disdain for Monolith comes from the fact that before they even thought about or even mentioned doing that, they said, one, do it yourselves. Here's another Kickstarter. Yeah. And, and I was like, this, this feels so disrespectful to people like you that spent over $300 on their product. And they went, yeah, just put some shit out on the Internet. We don't know. Anyway, can we have some more money? Because we just thought we was going to... Uh, Make some more miniatures or whatever. I got to go to the store, get some milk, uh, (laughs) cigarettes. I'll be back next month. It it, it feels so disrespectful. And a lot of people cried foul whenever they, you know, quote unquote, abandoned their Conan fans after making scenarios for a little while. And and we addressed that in in our previous episode, and I won't get into it, but it's starting to seem more like a pattern than it is like misinterpretations well, or one-off decisions. And this isn't necessarily on, on Monolith besides them not me not seeing them. And, and granted, I left the, the updates queue pretty quick, but I was reading all of the different comment threads on the Monolith. Uh, Ar- I almost said Arkham City Chronicles. <laughs> it's few, hard, right? The Gotham City Chronicles Season 2 uh comment thread on their kickstarter Mm -hmm. where there was someone who after i canceled my pledge i was reading some stuff and there was a guy on there that was like why am i the exact same things that we brought up why am i paying more um if you want to charge me more money for less stuff then at least show the decency of fixing your things right why am i paying more why is there less stuff why is the manual still garbage why aren't we we seen a 2.0 manual at this point since it's been a year which they did with Conan, I should yeah. mention, it has a second, a revi- revised manual. Yeah, and I think he brought it up, and he had this. It was a, it was a fairly short comic, but it, but it brought all of those questions up. Um, and all of the responses that I saw were other supporters barking him down. Yeah, and calling him an idiot, and saying that if he doesn't like it, he doesn't have to buy it, and saying that nothing's wrong, and it's just there is something wrong. Right, and I, I'm not saying that it's wrong enough to not purchase their stuff, but I personally am. But again, this is just a point of disagreement between us, and it's fine. Right. But it, I wouldn't. I I would say that they have they have made a good system for Conan. They thought they could kind of resleeve it and add to it without fixing it, and they're not great at business decisions right they they haven't figured out the business side of board games at this point they're two two games worth of mistakes in and have yet to do any fixes to them yeah and it's it's making me kind of feel like they're just not going to and the saddest part is that if their next kickstarter was a judge dread game the same style with 120 judge dread miniatures 
I would still buy it. I, I don't think I would. I you know because uh, I would buy because I would buy it and I would bring it and you'd play it anyway. Right, so I wouldn't have to. That's why. <laughs> Which gets into you know uh, final recommendations. You know uh, uh, they are dependent on some things. It's uh, uh, and for me, it's this is a good game for you to get if you have an Andrew. If you have a friend <laughs> yeah. who's going to learn the game, remain excited about the game, not get discouraged by the poor iconography and design decisions made, then you'll find some enjoyment there. Yeah. Or if you are an Andrew, you're already insane <laughs> and you love Batman board games so much that it doesn't matter, even right. though you're a, a little bit discouraged and discouraged enough to not support um, bad behavior by... Right. Even though it's one of those things where it's like, well, me not purchasing it's not really going to affect much. The game has already been approved, like it's been uh, kickstarted. Right. But I'm not myself going to support them with my dollars, right? In which they'll this notice, kind of they'll practice. see it in their metrics that this guy who pledged all in last time pledged all in this time, then dropped it, then canceled. They'll see that. And then I know. wrote a comment that had all my, well, the majority of my qualms before I ran out of space. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, do you have anything else you wanted to say? Um, I do want to mention that we've talked about it before, and and while I, I, I like the game as an activity with specifically you, but I don't think I like the game as a game, if that makes sense. And I think a lot of your enjoyment from the game comes from the theme. And I, I do want to say again, we mentioned in our last episode that it is okay to love a game solely based on theme. It doesn't matter what you love about a game. It's yeah. okay to love a game for any reason. It doesn't matter why you like a game. If you just go, look, it's got really cool dice, and then someone goes, yeah, but it's a game where every time you roll bad, you have to cut off a finger, and you go, well, I like it anyway. <laughs> That's fine. It's weird, but it's fine. Uh, there are plenty of games that I own that I, I full-on admit it's not the greatest game, but man, the theme is so cool. If that's what does it for you, and you're just that hardcore into Batman, and and you're feeling bad that you're buying a game that has some questionable and and I would even say mediocre design decisions put into it, the, you know, it, it, I don't feel bad theme, about about the base game at all. Yeah, theme can be enough. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't for me in this instance, but theme can be enough. And Andrew is a, a shining example of that. I feel betrayed <laughs> by season two, but well, you're yeah. a shining example of Conan. Cause I don't really, oh, yeah. I, I don't, I have no problem with Conan. I think Conan's cool, but I'm not yeah. like, I'm not listening to all of the books right now on an audio book. Yeah. yeah. Um, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, if you do like the show, we appreciate that you do, and we appreciate that you listen. Uh, go listen to Justin's show. It is called Retro Warriors. It is on every Thursday night on ABC at 7 p.m. We're on ABC now. Oh, no. Oh, I was just lying. <laughs> <laughs> it is not on ABC. Please don't sue us, ABC, or, or anyone else. Um, but Go just, ahead and try it, ABC. <laughs> Come at us. Please don't. Oh, my God. <laughs> but just, Justin does have a classic video games podcast called Retro Warriors. Please go check them out if you are not already listening to them. Um, yes. Check us out on Instagram at Board Game Barbarians. Uh, we do have a very uh, hidden Board Game Geek page that if you if you go to board game geek <laughs> click on podcasts and search for board board game barbarians you will find us 
it's as hidden as every other podcast on Board Game Geek. Yeah. So don't don't feel bad. <laughs> um, we do have a Facebook, facebook.com slash board game barbarians. Um, and currently, if you go to our website, you will have to type in www.boardgamegeek or boardgamebarbarians.com. Because it's on the intranet. Yeah. It's, it's on different. the intranet instead of the internet. Uh, for some reason, I can't get Podbean to let me just have boardgamebarbarians.com. So I'll have to Jerks. figure that out. Uh, but. We do appreciate you listening, and as always, remember what is best in life. It's board games. Board games. Board games. It's the oh, board yeah. games. Oh, yeah, we have Discord, but uh, uh, well, well, curses. It's too late. <laughs> Check us out on Discord. <laughs> Thanks. What is best in life? It's board games. Oh, it's board games. And Discord. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>